Hi, I'm David Johnson, and this is Verse by Verse, a short podcast all about exploring the insights and lessons of the inspired Word of God. According to the International Council on Foreign Affairs, two billion people, one out of every four people alive today, is currently experiencing the trauma of war. Numbers like that are so massive, it's difficult to even comprehend. Thankfully, most of us have never had to experience firsthand the fear, the devastation, the grief that warfare brings, and we're grateful for that. But our daily news gives us a front row seat to the terror and turmoil war brings to men, women, and children, families like our own, wherever and whenever it erupts. In the long history of mankind, no nation has ever been totally free of the ravages of war. The United Nations has said that there is a greater threat for war today than at any time since the end of World War II. In spite of the sincere efforts of the greatest minds throughout history, no one has been able to find a lasting pathway to peace. Yet, as political scientist and educator Hans Morgenthau once warned, If this cannot be one world of peace, it cannot help being one world of war. In spite of man's total failure at finding a lasting solution to the plague of war, Scripture promises a time when warfare ceases to exist. God inspired the prophet Micah to pen these words in Micah chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. He shall judge between many peoples and rebuke strong nations afar off. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. But everyone shall sit under his vine and under his fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. You've probably heard those words before, and you may have seen the famous statue before the United Nations building in New York City showing a brawny man wielding a hammer to transform a sword into a plow. While that symbolism is moving and powerful, something else has to occur before people are willing to transform the instruments of war into instruments of production. It's easy to read right past it, but it's located at the end of verse 3. The key phrase is, Neither shall they learn war anymore. Many times I've read that phrase and thought about the combat training given to those who serve in the various military services, or the military academies around the world that teach elite soldiers how to wage war. But is that really what learning war is all about? Wars do not begin with great battles between armies. Scripture reveals that war begins in the mind, when people learn to think in a self-consumed way. The New Testament writer James was inspired to describe that thinking. Consider his words from the New Century Version of the Bible in James chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. Why do you fight and argue with each other? Isn't it because you're full of selfish desires that fight to control your body? You want something you don't have, and you will do anything to get it. You will even kill. But you still cannot get what you want, and you won't get it by fighting and arguing. You should pray for it. Yet, even when you pray, your prayers are not answered because you pray just for selfish reasons. No one begins life with that kind of thinking, but our world encourages each of us to think of our own wants and desires ahead of anyone else. Selfishness and self-centeredness seem to lie at the core of virtually every human endeavor. 
I may not think of myself as one who has learned war, but if I've learned to think of myself ahead of others and their needs, I've learned the way of thinking that leads to war, whether that war is conducted between armies on a great battlefield or in the privacy of my own relationships. We can learn to think and act in a different way, a way that produces peace. That's what the prophet was promising when he said, neither will they learn war anymore. The good news is, with God's help, you and I can actually start today to change the way we think and the way we act. If we want the curse of war to end, turning swords into plowshares is not where we begin. We must first choose to learn the way to peace revealed in God's Word. Verse by Verse is a companion podcast to the Daily Bible Verse blog, which you can find on the Life, Hope, and Truth Learning Center. Check out the show notes for more. Thank you.